Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Pump Up The Jam. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you are a returning listener. Hi if you're new. I just want to quickly put it out there. How is it already September? I don't know, it's freaking me out. you know what does come to mind? What's nearly Christmas? Do you remember? (laughs) Da 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 September. No, I don't. Whereas it makes me think of that really sad Green Day song. Oh, Wet Me Out One September. Yeah. I mean, we've just gone from one extreme to the other just then. (laughs) From a really, really happy song to a really sad song. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, on this episode, um, we are going to do all the normal stuff. Oh, that's my papers <laughs> flying everywhere because they're on my lap today instead of a table. Um, we're going to talk about the albums that we like that we've listened to in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, our favourite songs from the last few weeks, and then maybe, and our, maybe, not maybe, <laughs> I can't talk. It's fine. And also our record of the week, but there is a theme. Month. Every time. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll also talk about our record of the month. Um, but the theme for this this month is actually quite a sad one, but we feel well. like we have to have to do it. Um, we have dedicated this episode to Aretha Franklin, who passed away recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking about our well, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, we just thought yeah. maybe do something a bit different as well. Yeah. Um, and it's quite I don't know. I think it's quite nice to look back on her, the Queen of Soul. You yeah. Know? And I actually cried when I found out she died. It was well so. sad, isn't it? Because <clears throat> like, obviously a few days before, which you didn't see because I think you were away, no. they kind of said that she was um, in hospital because she's quite ill. Um, but no, I think it's also quite nice to not just focus on that, to focus on her career and what she had achieved within her life. Yeah. To get all deep. That is deep. But we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get to so. that. Um, so what have you been up to? That's what we didn't do. Uh, well, yeah, actually. So I went to see Hobo, finally. No, you didn't. Really? just want to say it was fucking amazing. Honestly, the amount of passion you just can see from his performance, his energy, you're just like, oh my God. And he definitely made eye contact with me. <laughs> my friend will back me up. She witnessed it because she even said, like, oh, yeah, he was looking at you. I think he looked at me as well. So she's my witness. He looked right at me. But, no, I just want to say it did live up to expectations. He's awesome. His um, opening acts were several people that kind of perform in his band, the Love Makers. And then one of them, I don't know why we didn't do it. Well, I do know why because I'm socially awkward and I didn't. (laughs) couldn't think of anything to say as we were leaving one of the <laughs> opening acts jamesy i think his name is was just stood there at the back my friend saw him and was like oh look it's him <laughs> i looked at him and i was like no it can't do it can't so we just walked we made eye contact again but i was like can't do it so we walked out should have talked to him because he's really good got a i don't want a selfie but anyway back You're to like hobo me, i feel quite about yeah, it's just a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. But he just was amazing. Lived up to everything I ever thought. And he just you could just tell it means so much to him. Mm. And I love him even more now. 
I just can't wait for him to come back. You need to come and see him. Because my friend that went with me, she doesn't really like that type of music. And honestly, she... I was a little bit anxious thinking that she was going to be like, oh my God, what have you made me come to? Mm. She enjoyed herself so much. And I think it's just... Because it is sort of like poetry. You're so captivated by the performance and the words and the energy. And one of the things I said to my friend that night was like there's no other feeling or better feeling than standing in a room a crowded room full of strangers just shouting at the top of your lungs and being all emotional yeah it just there's no better feeling um and you need to come and see him because honestly you would you would like it okay and he did a cover of um (laughs) since you've been gone which was hilarious because he opened up with this story of um, you thought Hey When the Love Makers started last year where you were wrong it started like however many years ago I can't remember how many said when we wrote this song for a very popular artist and then they started singing <laughs> since you've been gone and my friend was like what? and I was like no it's a joke and I was like I don't didn't Avril Lavigne write that song since you've been gone Ke- Kelly Clarkson yeah but I think Avril Lavigne wrote that I don't think so I'm gonna google it right now Excuse me, listeners. Since you've been gone, I can't breathe for the first time. So moving on. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Kelly Clarkson. Now I care what I want. No, it wasn't. We can ignore what I've just said. Since you've been gone. But Kelly Clarkson didn't write it either. Well, I went to Pride. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to see Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's not why I went. I went for work and, as a bonus, got to stay and see Britney Spears. Well, yeah, exactly. So, um, I also had the best chips I've ever had in my life that day. <laughs> Honestly. So, anyway, and but also supporting, well, not supporting, but the other acts that mm. day were um, Ella Eyre. Mm-hmm. Oh, and MNEK, who. Whilst I was waiting for said chips... Here we go. I had a conversation with, <laughs> which is really weird. It's really weird. Like, it when is. you tell me, I was like, what? How did you forget this? And you're like, oh, yeah, this happened. I was like, what? You so had, a I had a conversation with him. With him. And he kept, not, not a long, go on. thrilling conversation. Go on, it was run just us like a it. hi thing. Yeah. But I can't even remember why. <laughs> but... Like, I think you said that he was good or something, and he just was like really nice and just like, said, Thanks. "Oh, thank you." And then went and yeah. But you spoke to him. You spoke to him, and he, came. he seemed like he was really nice. He was nice. He is nice. He's not nice jealous at all. Not jealous at all. But that's not my only in the last month. My only star spotting mm. because I also took Evie to the CR Centre. Yeah. <laughs> With my friends, and actually, it's Harry, my friend Harry, mm-hmm. not the one who we normally talk about, who loves the podcast from work, yeah, from work. But my other friend Harry, who, who also listens, also to listens to the podcast, Hi, both Harrys, <laughs> because he he was like, oh my god, it's Plan B, and I went, shut up. <laughs> he was like, no, honestly, did you see him? I was like, no, I didn't see him, and then looked back, and there's Plan B with his little. Oh, in the Sea Life Center, and but he I said tried to, to get me to go and speak to oh, him. Oh yeah, I was like, I can't go and speak. Like he's trying to have a nice day out. Like I just feel like such a dick ruining that. Like 
That's a nice You could have just out. been like, I really liked your new album. <laughs> I like all your music. I love you. I love you. No, it can be. I do. I love all of your stuff. But, yeah. So you've just been star spotting. I mean, I went to Madame Tussauds. <laughs> so I spotted a lot. A lot. And sat with Tom Hardy. I felt his heartbeat. It was amazing. <laughs> we had a connection, all right. I made his heart beat. If only that were true. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm so alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so alone. I'm so alone. Tonight. So, what you've been listening to? Album. So, um, <clears throat> it's quite a busy month for albums. I thought this month. Um, I don't know if you felt the same. Yeah, it was quite crazy. But the first one I want to speak about is Bars. Do you Could know? You... Mm. Have you heard of Bars? Yeah, you talked about him before. Have I? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I? I? <laughs> Am I? I'm not sure I have. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he's released an album called Milky Way. Um, so he is he's on the Dreamville record label, which is J Cole. Yeah. We saw him. Me and Ian saw him support J Cole. And he yeah, was I think amazing. we definitely have really, really good. about him. Yeah. The album's very dancing. I didn't expect that. I expected it to be kind of hip hop and, yeah. and you know beats and but I found this one to be quite dancey it's quite summery mm-hmm. quite dancey um, he's, and he's gone quite singy he's doing that singy thing that people <laughs> keep doing singing. I know I know it's dancey, just the theme singy, at the moment great. it's just a craze yeah I know but I'm not sure I agree with it for everyone and he, he, it's not terrible like it was a, it was a good album mm. I listened to it I liked it I'll probably listen to it again but he's a really good lyricist and he's really good at putting things together and putting them across with impact. So I just wasn't I wasn't prepared for the singy dancey. Oh combo. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd just be like, What is this? But that? that being said, two songs three songs that I really liked. So, um Tribe, which features J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, Icarus, which features Ari Lennox. And I had no idea who that was, but mm-hmm. her voice is beautiful. Yeah. And uh, forgive me, because I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right, but Sanufa, um, it's a really summery, feel-good, yeah, dancey vibe. I like that one very much. Um, so yeah, that was the first album that I listened to. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I'll go off one that you possibly didn't listen to. So it is an artist called Blood Orange. And he has just released a album called Negro Swan. Um, it's really like, I think the album cover took me, it just grabbed my attention. So did you know? No. No. This so is literally, literally just like a whim. Saw the album, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna listen to that. I was like, I'll do it. Nice, I like that. Um, didn't really know what to expect, and it was a treat when like researching into the album, the um, genres that it had listed is alternative pop, R and B, funk psychedelic pop soul so i think you would oh, quite well, like it quite nice. it is it's got very prince vibes okay but it's a bit more alternative than that if that makes it not alternative as in like rock indie no but alternative is just i don't know you just need to listen to it okay i'll listen um, to it of course i felt like it was a little bit of a throwback to the 80s as well some of it Oh, and we do like an 80s vibe. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this before. But it was just... A lot of the songs are very dreamy. 
you listen to it, it's easy on the ear, even though some of it's a bit weird. It's just you feel like you're in a trance Is almost. It like a morning commute album? Yes. Or a Sunday album? No, I wouldn't say a Sunday. Okay, not Sunday, but morning commute. Mm. Okay. Because his voice is a little bit different as well. It's not like perfect, I would okay. say. But he's still got a good voice. Rough around the edges. Yeah. Nice. Just very beautiful, dreamy, feel like you're in a trance, you know, like you're floating. <laughs> I do. Okay. She's doing, you can't see it, but she's doing that I'm floaty floating. arms. Yes. Um, I'll get a picture of it. <laughs> no, thanks. Floaty arms. Do a boomerang. Um, my favourite songs were Charcoal, Baby and Hope. Okay. So you should listen to it. I think you would like it. I will listen to it. The next album I listened to was Nicki Minaj. Mm, I totally forgot about that album. Okay. I'm disappointed that I did not listen to it. I'm disappointed that you didn't listen to it as well, because actually... So it's called Queen. I mm-hmm. should probably say that first. Yeah. It is a... So, what I've written here, solid Nicki album. Yeah. Um, and it's actually my second favourite Nicki Minaj album. Yeah. I've decided. It's on a par with my favourite, which is Pink Friday. Obviously. Gotta give it a little shout-out. Um, but... Really liked it. She comes really hard in it, and she's she just, you know, I th- I think she's very clever. Like people find her quite annoying. I don't know if it's just you got Cardi B, you got her, you got that drama. Nikki loves a little bit drama anyway. Oh, she, she is and a drama queen. When you do you not sometimes, even though I love, um, I forgot that song. <laughs> Super bass. Oh, flipping love that But song. there's certain bits where you're just like, some days that there's certain bits that really piss me off. I'm, I'm like, seen, I can't be arsed. Now that song for me is unskippable. I don't I do love that song. But no, not necessarily that song, but there's, you know, like the way her voice. Yeah, her like mm, alter ego. Yeah, yeah, I just can't be arsed. Some I days. Like some I, days. I do like him. <laughs> I love her. And yeah, anyway, so. um yeah, I really enjoyed it. Definitely going to be listening to it again and again and again. My two favourite songs, which was really difficult to choose, but my two favourite songs that haven't already been released were Majesty. Mm. Now, I need, need we need to talk this out. Okay. Because Majesty has got Labyrinth in it. Yeah. And Eminem. Okay. But listen to how it's written on the album. So it's written, Majesty with Labyrinth and featuring Eminem. With Labyrinth with. featuring... What's the with? Why would? Why is there ever a with? When have you ever seen a with? I've never seen a with. But why featuring Eminem? But with, um, with, but with Labyrinth. That's so what that I mean. They've done that together. And then it just features Eminem. Features He's come Eminem. in a bit later, maybe. But anyway. Did he help produce it? Like, what? I don't know. I haven't looked into it that maybe far. We need, it yeah. was when I was writing it down earlier on and I was like... You don't with. expect to say... With? See a with labyrinth featuring Eminem. That's yeah. a bit odd, isn't it? The other song that I really liked was called Barbie Dreams. It had a really old school vibe. Did she um, release a video for that? I think she did. Potentially, I've not seen it, but I, I really loved it. And she shouts out um, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, no, Ooh. that I do know that song. Yeah. Um, so you know that's always good for me. I think there might be some samples in it from B.I.G. as well, mm-hmm. um, which is always a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really liked it. That's yeah. definitely one that I will continue to listen to. I need to. I totally forgot about that album. So no, bad. Need I need to, to listen to that. I need to listen to it. Okay. This is a bit of a highlight, my next one. Um, Ariana Grande. Okay. Sweetener. Alright. What an album. Well, That's... we have spoken about Ariana. Yeah. And actually gave it a go. Yeah. I must admit, some songs do drag a little bit. 
It's very poppy. Um, and actually, disappointingly, the second song, can't remember what it's called, with Pharrell, featuring Pharrell. Yeah. Mm. 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 Something between us. Like, it's Pharrell, but not Pharrell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's I do. His, like, his Singy solo Pharrell. album that he did. Singy Pharrell. Yeah. I just... But... You know, there are some really good songs on it. I think it was just a cute, poppy album that you can pop on, make you feel a little bit happy. But I don't know if she's kind of matured in a certain way. I think it's difficult to judge because I've not listened to another Ariana Grande No, I haven't either, but it's just... I don't know. Seeing the way she is. yeah. Do you know she's older than me, Sam? She's 25, I think. It's because she's in that annoying show that Evie watches. I know. And to me, me she's a teenager. She's not. She's 25. And she also got groped at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Yeah. There's something else I read that we... Yeah, we'll talk about that that later. Anyway. Yeah. It's not take away from the album. I thought, you know, it was a little surprise. I didn't know what to expect going in. I wouldn't say that it disappointed. I think it was a highlight for me. My faves were God is a Woman. Really like that song. And then Pete Davidson, which is obviously named after her husband-to-be. Very cute. Well, so I listened to it as well, because we made a pact that we were... <laughs> um, I liked the Pharrell production. Yeah. On Because there's a few songs with Pharrell production. I liked that. It is a very pop album, which isn't normally my cup of tea, really. Yeah, no, no, mine either. You know, I quite enjoyed it. No, mm. Nothing offended me. But um, I've got three songs that popped out Ooh. for me. And not the same as you, either. Okay, I really good. like Borderline, obviously, because yeah. it features Missy Obviously. Elliot. I love it. We had a little text <laughs> conversation <laughs> where Sam was like... You said something like, I swear I heard Missy Elliott. I was like, no, she is a feature on the album. Because I was just listening to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you didn't realise. I was, I was trying not to look at the track listing because I didn't want to... Do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, no, I no, I do like... that sometimes, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, really liked that. Um, I like Good Night and Go. Yep. <laughs> I just, I thought it was a nice surprise. I don't think it disappointed for like listening to an Ariana Grande like no. for the first time. So yeah, and I was, it was listening, all right. I was listening Made to me happy. it whilst packing boxes. Yeah. And Ian came home and he was like, no. <laughs> this is, <not> <laughs> this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you listening to this? Um, but there you go. That's his. Yeah. That's his right. <laughs> his opinion. His opinion. He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> so another album that I listened to was the Coral Move Through the Dawn. Yeah. Not normally a band that I would look out for. I mean, I didn't even know they were released now, but it just kind of popped up mm-hmm. on my Spotify. Um, it's quite. Fo- it was quite folky. Yeah. Like. And I didn't expect it to be. I don't know why. <laughs> you just get really confused. I don't know. I was quite confused. Not confused by it, but surprised, I suppose. Yeah. Because I was expecting it to be different. Yeah. I was expecting it to be... I don't know why. The only song I know is In the Morning, mm-hmm. which is quite poppy and folky. Yeah. But I didn't expect the album to be like that, but it was. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I really liked it. I don't, I've never really listened to them before. No, In the I Morning really. is the only song I yeah. actually name um but no i really liked it thought it was really good um listen to the my two favorites were reaching out for a friend 
and Eyes of the Moon. Eyes of the Moon really reminded me of Star Sailor. Do you remember that uh, that group? I no. love Star Sailor. They were amazing. Um, and they sang that song, Alcoholic. Do you remember that song? No. Oh, it's so would, good. It was really good. I absolutely lo- loved that that album that that was on, which was Love Is Here. I, I think you'd like it. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. Terrible. I don't know. It, I didn't know what I was expecting, to be honest. So, it, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. A little surprise. <laughs> so, my last one kind of just dropped very recently. Eminem, Kamikaze. Yeah. G. <laughs> oh, my The hell where did that come from like there was no warning literally but the weird thing is i literally was on twitter went on to like moments and saw it was about to share it like Mm. click on it and then you were like look at this and i was like oh my god (laughs) mad and ian did it at the same time that's all three of us were like oh my god oh my god well i because no one expected it Yeah, I just he is on one. He's on. He it. literally is going for everyone. Um, everyone who's gone against him. Yeah, hands up, which is like haven't. everyone. <laughs> yeah, but I had to. I said to you, I had to read the lyrics mm. going along with the song because I just had to like focus on what he was saying. Mm. Um, he did not hold back. I mean. Mumble rap gets an absolute flipping bashing, and that first all song. the way from well, not all the way through. No, all the, the way album. through, but that first song that literally hurts you, and you're like, and that's it. The first song pulls you in, and you know that that is how the rest of the album's gonna be. Apart mm. from that one song in the middle, oh, the breakup or the Honest, relationship. Honesty, I can't. Remember I don't know. Song. I didn't like that and song. I quite liked the song. But right. it was just, it was all like... It was a bit off-key for And me. then it was that one, and then the, um, D, the D12, D12 one. So they were quite, not calm, but in comparison to the fire. It just off. didn't feel like it should have been on that album, really. I don't know. I, no. I think it was just airing a lot of stuff. But, yeah, there you go. I, you know, there are, the number of people that he dissed was immense. I mean, I made a list of some of them, and that's not even halfway to all of them. But Drake. Yeah. ASAP. Machine Gun Kelly. Tyler, the creator. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Because okay, I... <laughs> I knew I just we weren't going to escape talking about Tyler. It was not okay. And, like, I think for someone that has kind of said that he appreciates his music... Like, I don't actually know why he's hit out at Tyler. I'm not quite sure about that. Oh, so the history... Because mm. oh, I looked into it after yeah. you got... Because you've obviously texted me about this. Um, basically, this album is in retaliation to all the people that dissed Revival. But you can't do that. Like um, this, this is basically what it is. And Tyler, the creator, described that album as horrible. But he has an opinion, and yeah. as does everyone, and everyone else. else. Like, I, I mean, that album, for me, mm. wasn't a solid Eminem album. I mm. still, you couldn't fall, I think we talked about it, when, did we talk about it when yeah. it came out? Yeah, yeah. I think, and I, my feeling hasn't changed. His flow and his lyrics are completely on point, mm. but it was too political for me, and that's not what I want to hear from Eminem. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but... but I, as I... <laughs> As I said, like, it's difficult because obviously people are going to have different opinions. I'm not going to like the same thing that you like, 
But I think it says something if the majority of people don't like that album or don't think it's as good. And, like, I know that must be horrible. I'm not saying that he's not, you know, he's going to feel horrible about it. He's going to be upset. But, like, then he drops this album, which someone tweeted this and it's like the revival apology album oh my god <laughs> and it's just hilarious but like i'm all for a diss i love a diss i love a but diss. i think the tyler one just was a little bit too far it's because he used that horrible word i've got it screenshotted i'm not gonna say the horrible word but i really as soon as i read it i was like you dick I was like, <laughs> tyler create nothing that's fucking annoying straight away i was like how dare you <laughs> Clothes, shoes, music. How dare you? I see why you called yourself a... The word you find yeah. offensive. F-A-G-G. Has he called himself that then? Yes. But, yeah, but, but, I just want to make a point, right? <laughs> I'm doing a face right now, which is well, lady. But, this was several <laughs> years ago. And also, Tyler Creator is banned from the UK because of the music he used to make and the things he used to say. But how is Eminem allowed in this fucking country when he's basically rapped about the same things that Tyler's rapped about? I don't know. I don't make the rules. (laughs) It just pisses me off. Anyway, I just really want to see him live, all right? I love him. Anyway, he's like, so you call yourself a mm, bitch. It's not just because you lack attention. It's because you worship D12's balls. <laughs> you're sacrilegious. If you're going to critique me, you better at least be as good or better. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I think he's darn good. Anyway, I just... He's... As you said earlier to me, he's used that word before, Eminem. A lot of times, yeah. But people have critiqued him on that before and his defense was well to me that just means that it's not very good like that person's just lame but that's not okay (laughs) you can't just do that but anyway um i'm all for a diss i just don't think you just didn't enjoy that one particularly no i just don't think it was needed all right so did you like any of the albums? <laughs> I did, I did. As I said, like, as soon as I put it on, I was like, shit. Like, his flow is incredible. Always. Like, I love it. When he just goes from, like, duh, duh, and then he just goes, duh, duh, I can't obviously do it, but right. it's just like... Like in Rap God, where yeah. he does it really, really uh, fast. Like, it's just a, how are you doing that? Like, how you can switch up your flow. So obviously, you know, credit to him. But he just needs to chill a little, I think. I don't know, because I think... So do you remember before he released Revival, mm. he did that Trump diss track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just fitting. It was that was pretty like, cool. That I like that. Really, really In the cool. car park. And he got a really positive reaction to that. Yeah. And then he released Revival, which was pretty much a political, fuck you, Trump kind of album. Yeah. And what's happening to America. Yeah. Um, And I think he was disappointed... That he didn't get the like the reaction that he was expecting because he'd got such a good reaction to the other. I know, but thing. you can't you can't go through life like that. You can't be like because I made this one thing, everybody's gonna love this. You just That's unfortunately true. in the industry he works in, people are gonna like your stuff or they're not. And just unfortunately, people just didn't really like it. Can we talk about the fact that he has skits? 
<laughs> yes, yeah, I know. I love that. I know. Because you don't get them very often No, you anymore. don't. And I love them. You said like, them before, I think. I know. I think we had a whole... As soon like, as I saw the about... chat list and I was like, skits, I was like, okay, this is good. This is going to be pretty funny. And the one where, obviously there's only two, there's Paul, his... What, what is he? Like the producer? The... Yeah. Paul, I can't remember now. What's his name? Paul Rose... I can't remember, but it's just the phone calls, anyway, isn't yeah. it, to each other? They miss Eminem each other. Mess- like, leaves a message back, and he's like, I think I figured out where this dude lives. Yeah. I'm going to track him down, and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And you're just like, Jesus. Which I'm him joking. No, no, I know. But I just, I find it quite funny. Um, I don't know. I've, I really like the album. I love Eminem. I, as I said, wasn't a massive fan of Revival. There were albums, so kind of after Marshall Mathers... LP, mm. I kind of, I didn't really like any album properly, like, properly like and enjoy it. There was good songs on the rest, of, on the albums in between, but I didn't really like any album up until Recovery. I bloody loved that album. Mm. Um, and then obviously, since then, good albums. Mm. Revival wasn't for me, but Kamikaze, I flipping love it. I've listened to it so many times since mini and i've had it on in the car we've had it on in the kitchen i i really liked it yeah um i think he's just very very angry <laughs> that's like like it was good like i must admit there were some songs i was like shit and like even like some of them are very like modern he hasn't mm. just like stuck to one sound he has kind of adapted it in a yeah. way which you know i respect that he can still fit over a modern track and make it work and you can really hear some Dre production mm. I, I was re- like so he as I as I read anyway <laughs> Eminem and Dre were executive producers yeah. and there are a couple of songs on there where I was really like yeah West Coast Dre mm-hmm. I've, I've got that vibe but then do you also think that because of the whole J. Cole situation what the 1985 yeah, yeah. he's kind of gone off of that I don't know I don't think he could have pulled that together quick enough after 1985. No, but like, because obviously then J. Cole did that interview, didn't he, with that oh. mumble rapper, and you know, it bloody. people loved it. It yeah, was so popular. People don't really like mumble rap. <laughs> people love mumble rap, oh, trust me. Um, but yeah, then today, no, not today. Anyway, within the last couple of days, Machine Gun Kelly has dropped that diss track. I'm not really a fan of him. I don't like his flow. I don't like the way he sounds. To me, no offence to him, because he seems like a cool dude. I saw him in an episode of Catfish once, and that was great. He was really great. He got really angry at the catfish. It was amazing. He goes up to the car and, like, shouts at her. Great. Anyway, I just... Yeah, it just kind of sounds like someone... That's not a professional rapper. So to me, and I, I get that same, I don't like Machine Gun Kelly really. It's music's not for me. I feel like he's a parody rapper. Does but he's that not. Make sense? Yeah, no, he's I get not. it. He's got that sound he's though. He's not, but he yeah, sounds yeah. like a parody. He sounds like he's not taking it seriously. But yeah, just... but do you know what? Because he apparently, like eight years ago, where I think he was talking about. Eminem's daughter. Yeah. So he's got that pent up anger from so long ago. You know, he's decided to talk about it now, mm. which is just. So he talked about it at the time. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, that's still been eight it's years or whatever, been, like, yeah. or six, however many years. I mean, come on. I know. But anyway. Come on, if someone talked about Evie like that, love... I'd go mad. We love 
the beef. The boy. <laughs> we love the boy. <laughs> the the boy. The boy. Anyway. Um, so common highlights. What songs did you... The Ringer. I really like that one. I think it set the album off. Yeah. As I said, I was like, oh it's shit, he means business. And obviously the D12 one. Stepping, uh, Stepping Stone. Stone. I quite like that one. So I like Lucky You, which featured... Um, featured, not with... Um, <laughs> Joiner Lucas, yes, who yeah. I had never heard of before, but I actually then went and listened to some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think he's he's really good. He's um, been compared to Eminem in the past, and I can see why he's got yep. this, a similar flow. But also, I felt when I was listening to him, it reminded me a lot of Logic. Yeah, he said that to me. Yeah, yeah, really liked him, and actually, a song that he's done is in my songs that I've listened to. Um, so I'll come to that in a minute. And mm. I also really like "Nice Guy." Now, this is with not a feature, so I don't know why this is happening in the world. It's not uh, a new mm, thing, I don't think. I feel like it's new. I've never noticed really? it before. Anyway, so "Nice Guy" with Jesse Reyes. Uh, I really like that one. I liked the kind of fuck you element of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hate. A lot Great. of hate all rolled into one. We love song. it. Forty-five minutes. Bosh. Of hate, apart from that one song about the girl. But that's really still about. Still, he's still quite across with her. I just didn't really like that song. Hoe. She's a hoe. Um, So what about singles? The first one is 1975, Two Time, Two Time, Two Time. That's the actual title. Yeah. I'm just going to call it Two Time. Two Time. Two Time, Two Time. Again, I listened to it the first time, didn't like it. What is your deal? I think it's because I heard the auto tune. You want to hate them? No, I don't because I do love them, and I get excited every time they release a new song. But then I'm like, oh, and then I listen to it again. I'm like, actually, I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. But I think it was the auto tune on his voice because he's got quite a lot on this song. But it's catchy, makes me feel happy. You know, it's a good pop song. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so I, the first one I've got is Bad Boy Business, mm-hmm. which is featuring Kate Stewart and Mr. Williams at Shy Effects. Mm-hmm. R&B and drum and bass, what mm. could you want in the world? I really, really, really just loved it. And I've re- literally yes, written R&B plus D&B equals yes, exclamation, exclamation. I just loved it. I thought it was amazing. Means business. Good. Definitely one to listen to. Uh, my second one, going off last month, being obsessed with Brockhampton, <laughs> uh, that's just kind of fizzled into this month, unfortunately, or the past month. So Brockhampton Gold, I just, oh, he's just kind of got like an old school beat to it, and Matt Champion, I'm in love with him, he's hot, I love you, <laughs> he's my you. boyfriend, thank you. Has he got it's a girlfriend? Just, yeah, he does, oh, she's quite pretty done. as well. But no, gold, just, yeah, it's very old school, I like it, cool video, yeah. Um, so another one, uh, so this cover, it's a Spotify single cover, mm. Walk Like an Egyptian, Walk like an Egyptian. Uh, by Jade Bird, it's just mm. a really, really good I can't cover. really imagine it any other way, it but the bangles. It is really, really good, honestly, definitely, well you're going to hear it, I will. playlist. Really enjoyed it. Had no idea who I've got no idea who Jade Bird is. You now know. But that song, really good. Just loved it. I love that song anyway. But like an Egyptian. My next one. I don't know how to pronounce the surname, so I'm just gonna go with it. Tom Mish. Mish. 
song called Movie. Yeah. I love it. It is good. Very good. Um, it's just a cute little song, isn't it? It's kind of one of those ones you could be walking around and you're just like, I'm thinking of so many things and being sad but happy and I don't know. It just, yeah, I like the start of it. It's from, I guess it takes it from a movie, an actual movie. <laughs> Get it? Um, of like this woman speaking about this guy getting on a train and stepping out of her life forever. Oh. It's just really sad. But no, it's really nice. I just like it. It's a cool, it jazzy, swayy Jazz. feel about it. Um, <laughs> so another one that I listened to was called Cigarettes by Tash Sortala. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say her name. She has got a great voice. Very, very soulful. Um, and definitely going to look into listening to some more of what she does. I mean, for me, this month was overtaken by the albums. So mm. the singles have just... These are just ones that I've just... Yeah, mine too. They're just... They're just there. I'm aware. It's a little bit more them. difficult. I definitely saved them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going to listen to them again, but... Yeah. Definitely had to scroll through my uh, Spotify 2018 playlist to kind of be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, honestly, it was taken over by the albums. The albums. Yeah. Um, my last one is... Uh, like I know this band for quite a few years, but again, it's just one of those ones where you revisit and you're like, actually, I've been listening to that quite a lot. So the band is called American Football, um, and the song is called Never Meant. Again, it's kind of emo, mm. but not. Don't think My Chemical Romance because that's cringe. It's not. It's like emo in the sense of like they're right emotional music, um, and this album is probably one of my favorite albums like ever. They um, released this album in, like, 1999. And then for years, that was, like, the only album they did. And then they recently came back. I didn't like the newer stuff. But, no, this is just kind of basic, stripped back, cool music. It's just a bit emotional. You could have a cry to it. You could study to it. (laughs) You could could sleep to it. You know, there's just so many emotions you could feel while listening to this song. And you probably won't like it. But it's cool. <laughs> um, so my last one is Joyner Lucas and Chris Brown. Oh. Um, so they had two... So on Spotify, if you go and look at Joyner Lucas, he's done two songs with Chris Brown. So they've done it together. A thing called Angels and Demons is what the... It's obviously not an album because there's only two songs. Um, but I really liked the song that they did called Stranger Things. Mm. Um, it was just really good. Um, he has got amazing flow. Yeah. And it, uh, the combination of him and Chris Brown just really works. It's like Nikki and Ariana. You are a fan. I am a fan. Big fan. Definitely going to keep an eye on that dude. And listen to some more. I like dude. him. He is a dude. A dude. Record of the month. So, record of the month. Right, so mine... <laughs> She's so excited that I no, said record I just... of the month and not sung. I didn't sing something that I me? always have to cut out. <laughs> Bane of my life. Right, so, my record of the month is Ariana Grande, but it's not a new one. It's it not is one. Problem featuring Iggy Azalea. You know what? It's a good song. I don't really like Iggy Azalea's part in it. 
But just that song, there's something, you know when you just have those kind of guilty pleasures, but it's not really guilty because I don't really care if people are going to judge me for it. But it's just one of those songs which just put you in a good mood. I like that problem. It I makes you want to dance. It gives you a bit of swag. I really like that song. It just was one of those ones that I kept finding myself like, oh yeah, I'll just listen to that. Repeat. Yeah. Repeat. <laughs> repeat. Repeat. Just made my month a lot happier, <laughs> like, you know? Um... <laughs> I can love that film. Easy A. Oh, yeah. I got a pocket for sunshine. I got a love and I know that it's all mine. Oh. Oh, whoa. Oh, I haven't seen that film in ages. I it love was that. It the other day. I made Ian watch it. Anyway. Um, so mine is... Now, mine literally came about this morning mm. when I was on my way to work. I How sent could it be a record of a month? Because I've listened to it now. Oh, okay. And because yeah, I just feel like it deserves... Yeah, you were just like, this is amazing, I need this. Yeah. So it's another Spotify single. Mm-hmm. And it's a re- uh, re- remake? Not a remake, a cover. Yep. Um, of Crimea a River. Obviously, big Justin fan. Excellent Justin song. In case you didn't know. In case none of you knew. Um... And it's by a lady called Nina Nesbitt. Mm, it's pretty good, isn't it? What I've written are these words. Stripped back perfection. Yes. And that is all her I can ve- say. Her voice is just so good. I said to you, I love it when people do covers of songs, but it's like a proper pop song and they strip it all the way back and you're like, this is incredible. It's beautiful. You just got Justin's version, you got that, that just makes it so much more, I don't mm. know, you get a different feel from it. You're like, oh my God. It, to the point where when it first started, I was like, oh, I know these words. And I was like, oh my God, it's Crimea River. Yeah. I did that at work. I was in the toilet and a song came on and it was, I was like, I know these words. And it was bloody a cover of Genie in the Bowl. And I was like, oh my God. No, but it was again, it was stripped back. And I was like, I know these words. And then it said, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> just having a wee. So you've let yourself out there now. What? Just that you love Christina Aguilera, Genie and the Bottle. I don't really love that song. I, I do. I, but that's mainly just... because it reminds me of good times. Oh, oh. Like going oh. out. What? When I was young. Young. He wasn't that old back then, though, to be going out, surely. Yeah, well. Oh, my God, you're well old. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I literally remember just growing up to that song. That's why yeah. I know the words. I'm older than you. Considerably older. Yeah. 11 years to be precise. Yes. <sighs> oh, I dropped your pen. Right. Rude. So, news. I'm covering the news today because Sam was lazy. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But. Right. So, the first one is a little bit beefy. Well, I like beef. Um... You might be a little bit upset by this one. Oh, no. I don't know if you heard about this. Have we not spoken about it? Lauren Hill <gasps> denies Robert Clasper's claims that she stole music from musicians for her 1998 Grammy-winning album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. One of my most favourite albums of all time. Um, so I watched an interview, and he basically claims that what Lauren Hill used to do was have like auditions for musicians mm. um but basically would make them play their own stuff mm. and then she would use it for the album oh wow um she's obviously denied that 
and said the thing is you know you're an artist you work off each other that's just what happens and then he kind of makes a point or someone says in the interview oh is that why all the songs always sound different every time she plays it live because she has different musicians so it's quite a statement Mm. and I was a bit like shit because obviously that album is you know for me one of my most favorite but i think just in general albums of all time you always hear about that album Mm, like it's yeah um obviously we don't know if it's true or not only Only they know yes um and i think there was another claim that um they would basically say to the musicians like if you're not okay with it leave um and this guy tried to say that he was like the lead pianoist um so he like knew so just kind of got up and left so then they were chasing after him to get him back because he was the one like holding it all together mm. so i don't know he's left it a good few years to um obviously come out about it funny. It's like... 1998 Ooh. that's God. a long time 20 years it's nearly as old as me oh sorry gross. i didn't mean to do that to you it's <laughs> the actual pain on her face it was like i stabbed her just <laughs> then or something like she's like oh yeah, because um, I love that album. So, yeah, that's quite beefy. I mean, it'd be disappointing if she has done that. But is he just misconstrued that to try and get a story out there? Yeah. Or is it because she's done a few things recently? He's like, I've got an opportunity here. But why would he leave it so long, though? I don't know. If he would have done it, he would have sabotaged her back then when she actually had. But anyway. The money. The second one, this is more just a weird one for me Mm. Michael Jackson's Thriller is no longer the biggest selling album in US history do you know what it was oh my god I don't know I want to know (laughs) just guess is it horrible any band in the world is it horrible is it going to make me sad the Eagles greatest hits 1971 to 1975 what the hell how has that happened why have the Eagles had a big boost recently (laughs) people just been loving their music obviously but when you think about it, that's insane. I don't understand. I can't even comprehend it, if I'm honest. How? The Eagles, Michael Jackson, not on the same level. No, not just, at all. They've just got a lot of fans, don't they? Obviously. More than Michael Jackson. <laughs> She's so confused. <laughs> so I know, I read it, I was like, no. I was kind of like, um, I think the headline just was that it's been like surpassed. So I was like, okay, come on then, hit yeah, me. It's it was going to be like Adele or something. The Eagles. I don't... Gross. I don't know how I feel... No. Um, I don't agree. <laughs> and then the last one. Kind of weird. Kind of funny. DJ Khaled has his own furniture line <laughs> called oh, We no, The I Best Home. This. Yes, I heard about we this. We The Best Home. We The Best Home. Yeah. So he's... And he's been designing it, hasn't he? For and years. Like, like a couple of years, I think. He's been really, really... Involved. Involved yeah, in yeah. it. Because it's something really... He just wants to sell furniture. <laughs> we the best music. We the best home, you know? Weird. DJ Khaled. I wonder if, like, when they deliver it, they say that too. <laughs> DJ Khaled. We so... the best home. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god! But um, yeah, just I would a bit pay of an for that delivery. Yeah, but can you imagine how expensive it probably is? Why? Why? Why has he done this? Because most people go into the trainers and the clothes, and he's just different, isn't he? What he's done furniture. He's done furniture. 
with like I'm, golden lions and shit. I'm not being funny, but people love like when. Do you remember what was that program on MTV? We used to go into people's houses. Um, MTV Cribs. Yeah, Cribs. How obsessed were people? With yeah, but that's houses? because it was the people. Yeah, but but actually, if it was around today, DJ Khaled. Oh my, I would love to go into his house. I was in Missy Elliott's house. That was immense, and her dogs are cute. Anyway, you do look at the furniture and you think, oh, that's yeah, mm. that's nice. But I wonder, like. I'd always look to see if I could get certain things and never would be able to afford them. I th- I think it's quite been quite clever. People need stuff in the house. They do, but I wonder how much he's charging. Oh, That's loads. what I'm going to say. Loads. He's going to take over Ikea, isn't he? Well, I'm not sure, because I'm pretty sure that's probably not flat pack. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a loser. <laughs> right, so the main theme of the podcast today, as we've said, is... a celebration I suppose of um of Aretha Franklin yeah. I mean I was as I've already said today absolutely devastated had an actual cry and then <laughs> closely followed by me giving Ian an evil look because he called her a one hit wonder <gasps> what he mixed her up with someone else oh, that's still I not know, okay either. still not okay and then he started reading all the songs and he was like oh my god <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. I've made a terrible, yes. terrible. Yes, you have. And how dare you? Because I, I thought he was just trying to wind me up. Oh, and he actually got confused. Who was he thinking confused. of? I don't know. I don't care. Oh god, because it's not important. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. No, um, I thought it'd be nice just to kind of go through key moments of her life. So. She was born <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee, and she was born on March twenty fifth, nineteen forty two. And it looks it like her dad. Crazy. I know, and it gets crazier when you find out the first album she mm. was on. Yeah. Um. So her father was a minister and gospel singer, and then yeah. her mum was a gospel singer also, which you just you know makes perfect sense, doesn't it? All right. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it does. It makes absolutely perfect sense. Music mm-hmm. was in her blood. But then, yeah, so in 1956, she then featured on a gospel album entitled Spirituals. Um, and it was released by a small label called JVB. And it was her first recording. So what, she was 14? 14. Crazy. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So after that, she signs with Columbia in 1960. Which again is crazy, because what, then how old was she? uh, 18? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So 18, she's got her record label. And seven years later, in 1967, she gets her first number one single, which is probably one of her most well-known songs. I think it might be one of my favourites as well. World Respect. Yep. I don't know anyone who doesn't know that song. It's just so much. I love it. It's so sassy. Evie loves that song. Yes, because it's sassy. Because she's sassy. Attitude. <laughs> and then the other hits that, that come with that one. Are, I mean, for me, these three songs are Aretha. Yeah. So, Respect, Natural Woman, yeah. and Baby I Love You. Yeah. And then a year later, so 1968, she wins her first two Grammy Awards. Respect wins the prize for best rhythm and blues recording and best rhythm and blues solo vocal performance for a female. When actually in 1968, you think actually that was so long ago. I just can't 
she is timeless. That's, I know. That's the thing. It's timeless. You can listen to her now and still feel the same way, like about respect, natural woman. Those those songs mm. are still as powerful now as they were then. One hundred percent. She influenced people from the start to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, Ariana Grande wasn't at her funeral for no reason. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, that she was heavily. She's heavily influenced by Aretha and. Boy, has she got the vocal range to? Yes. Oh my god. I think that was perfect match yeah. to have her sing it because her voice is incredible, and it's right to have someone that can do that justice. I yeah. think. Yeah, absolutely. So then, in April nineteen sixty-eight, she sang "Precious Lord, Take My Hand" at the memorial service of Dr. Martin Luther King. That just then puts into perspective the time. Yeah what it just is crazy the stuff that she did back then again like no you don't just get to like sing at stuff like that no she was such an influencer she was such a feminist Mm -hmm. and uh she was just amazing Mm -hmm. i don't know i I find this really difficult to be honest why are you getting sad yeah it's making me sad but this is supposed to be to celebrate her and talk about her because think look 1987 She's the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Amazing. Like, legend. She actually is just, exactly, a legend. (laughs) So, yeah, so then in 1988, she won two Grammy Awards, Best R&B Vocal Performance for a Female, and then Best R&B Performance by a Duo with George Blumen Michael. Crazy. Which is crazy for the song I Knew You Were Waiting For Me. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just going through it is like just insane. It blows my mind. Nineteen ninety one receives the Grammy Legend Award. Cause she is. Nineteen ninety four receives the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Like, oh my god! And then that was it. She was in the Blues Brothers as well, wasn't she? Yeah. She just she's won so many Grammys. It's ridiculous. But it also is just the different awards. So like September twenty ninth, nineteen ninety nine, is presented the National Medal of Arts. Yeah, by the National Endowment for the Arts. Mm-hmm. And then another Grammy for Best Vocal Performance for Wonderful in two thousand and four. Presidential Medal of Freedom by President George W. Bush. Crazy. 2006 points out that no Motown talent was appearing in the Super Bowl halftime show. Did NFL ask her to sing the national anthem along with Aaron Neville prior to the game? That's just. And that have uh, you ever seen the video of that? No, I don't think I have. It is just you know everything you want that moment to be. Yeah, that's that. That's exactly what it was. It's not fucking Fergie, is it? <laughs> it's not Fergie. <laughs> Like, Fergie is what you never want to see, hear, or think of ever Singing again. Singing the national anthem. What the flip? <laughs> I forgot. I just I took that. Cool. Um, and then you got Aretha. Aretha did it right. I need to watch that. Or Aretha and Aaron. Yeah. More Grammys. All the Grammys. Grammy, Grammy, Grammys. And then obviously it kind of, as it goes on, it gets a little bit sadder because I think she, you know, had a full, all kind of like a health it's going downhill. But, you know, she carried on going, didn't she? You know, even as recently as 2014, she achieves a milestone in music history by becoming the first female to earn her 100th hit in the Billboard Hot That's R&B crazy. Song chart with Rolling in the Deep. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. She was still releasing albums at that time. I mean, I... That's what I mean. She was just powering through it. It was only last year... 
that she says she's going to stop performing at yeah, concerts. She's going to retire. She's literally right until the very end, still performing, and just it's just an absolute. I don't think mm. I can say it anymore. Legend. She is. I think when you, everyone knows that name, as soon as you hear it, no one ever says a bad word. No, because she is amazing. The queen of, of soul. One hundred percent. Absolutely, what she is. And I think for me, and I know we said we had this conversation earlier on. I genuinely can remember the first time I heard mm. Aretha. I've got a really vivid memory of it, of, of an album of hers being on whilst my dad's cooking in the kitchen and I'm sat at the dining room table. Um, to the point where I actually... I think I actually stole that album from my dad. Did you? Yeah. It was an Aretha Franklin Greatest Hits. had an orange cover, two CDs. Mm. The first CD was my favourite. <laughs> like... <laughs> The first CD had um, Respects and oh, Chain of Fools, which one is one of my most favourite mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin songs. I just, I love that song. You know in School of Rock where the girl sings it? Yeah. I'm just like, yes! I love what does he say? Nice pipes. Tamika. <laughs> oh my god. Say a little prayer for you. Oh, such a beautiful... See, I say a little prayer and I think respect are my faves. But there's just so many. And the thing is, I don't remember the first time I ever heard her. But I can't remember a time of not knowing who she is. No. And I think that shows just... Yeah. She's great. You just know her music. You know her. She's like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Not everyone knows Jimmy. Of course. Because he's also a legend. Uh, Son of a Preacher Man. Yeah. Also. Oh, I love that. Amazing song. I love that song so much. Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby. Oh, well, yeah, I had that on my covers. I know. I mean, of all the people you to cover it. your song, you want to be, you like, you wanted to be Aretha, don't you? Yes. Evie was very nearly born to natural woman. Oh my god. Um, which is weird. That she is wasn't. A bit weird. She was born to a shy FX song. But <laughs> <laughs> she was. Oh. Um, but I would have been just equally as happy if she'd been born to Aretha Franklin. Cause a sassy baby. I think actually natural woman is quite apt. I know, but it's just a bit. Oh. Song is forever tainted for when you no. giving birth. Uh, Dr. Feelgood, mm. another amazing song. Say, oh, save me. Just her, vo- her vocal range is just absolutely amazing. I think I read somewhere earlier on that she's got a four octave vocal yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, which is insane. Like, I can't even process that. <laughs> I, d- I genuinely can't. Also, she gets about 10 million monthly listeners on Spotify. 10 million. Now. She just, yeah, I think it just shows. And it's such a shame. But, you know, she is the Queen of Soul. Her legacy will never die. She'll be talked about forever and ever. And ever. And ever. And she, and ever, she will. And ever. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's what I thought you would do. I love you forever. I mean, it says here as well that she performed at the inaugural events of three presidents. Yeah, that's crazy. That how weird, like, to span across three presidents for a start. Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. Woo! I mean, 
that's just an achievement in itself, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And she didn't even finish high school. I know lots of people don't don't finish high school, but well, yeah, she's a high school dropout. Um, you know, she had forty four Grammy nominations, eighteen wins. See, that's crazy. Eighteen wins. You just think she would get all forty four. Yeah, yeah, she should have got all forty four. And then also, yeah, she got one of the three special Grammy Awards. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And didn't she get, even though she was a high school dropout, she got um, two honorary degrees, didn't she? Doctorate, Doctorate of Music, of yeah. It's mental. From Berkeley College of Music and Yale University. Yale. 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 Crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I think part of the reason we wanted to do this is because there's been so many legends in the past couple of years that mm. have died and left their mark and for me Aretha is she literally is up there for me yeah she's one of the ones that as I said it's like she's never ever gonna be forgotten I don't think no. she's the queen of soul for a reason yeah absolutely and you've just got to watch her if you've ever watched any performance she's ever done she literally looks like she is definitely giving herself mm. when she's performing and I think that's quite rare like, there's a lot of show now yeah no I get you but no I saw a video that someone edited together and it was like her performing one song but in different decades so you kind of see that her voice has changed slightly yeah. but she's still but just you know, incredible yeah. yeah, and it just it's so cool to see her in those different time periods mm. and just be like yeah you're a legend she's a legend so good absolutely. so whilst it's short and sweet it doesn't take away from her legend status no. I think we've used the word legend about I think if we go back and count now it'll probably be about 50 times probably <laughs> but it's true though but it is true and Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. And Legend. I will continue to listen to you on the regular mm-hmm. and teach the children <laughs> the way. And Ian, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that the Queen of Soul yeah. is amazing. Couldn't you imagine the party? Mm. Like, if you got well, all of the people that, that passed away in the last oh, God, yeah. 18 months, two years. Mm. I mean, who have you got? You've got. Aretha, Prince, David Bowie. Oh, God. Just on their own. George Michael. George Michael. Shit. <laughs> Whitney. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. That was more than... Even Michael Jackson, that's going even further that back. That is going but even still... further. I mean, he died. I had tickets to see his show the mm. year he died. He died two weeks before I was seeing him. Crazy. I would have been well upset. I was really upset about Michael Jackson dying, but also because I didn't get to see him. <laughs> I'd wanted to see him since I was like tiny. Yeah. Cause... But um, Aretha's um, funeral, there's a few things that have come out about it though. Oh, Apparently yeah. it was a bit inappropriate towards Ariana Grande, the way he touched, touched her. Boob. Yeah, like side boob, wasn't it? Gross. Her face as well. She's her face like, in the pit. Have you seen it? Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? But also, I think um, people have said how they didn't appreciate his um, speech. That apparently he was focusing very much on Black Lives Matter movement, which is a great thing, but apparently he was focusing on that. It was less about Aretha, and it being about a single parent rather than being her legacy and who she was. He was mm. kind of apparently steering it off onto different which topics. Is just weird. 
So apparently, I don't think he did a very good job by the sounds of things. Go hard just touched else. up Ariana Grande, disgraceful, and then. And did you hear what he said about? That? No. So he said, so he he released a public apology, and he was like, I didn't, I would never intentionally <laughs> touch someone like that. I'm not, I'm not being funny. If you look at the angle that he's, that, there's plenty of other places where his hand could have gone. Yeah. Didn't need to be on a boob dickhead yeah it wasn't great gross but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Riley didn't do very good yeah it is a shame but I've heard so many people so many of her friends and her family and uh, other artists talking about her and the impact I mean the tweets alone on that day were crazy it was madness mm-hmm. so mad I think I was one of those sad. people obviously yeah as well sad but yeah little appreciation to Aretha and also if you get a chance listen to the Live at Philly album Mm -hmm. just amazing 19 I want to say it's 1975 but I might be lying 1975 I might be lying it might be four anyway between those times Mm. before my time even if you can imagine 1972 oh okay um yeah it definitely is one of my favourite albums one of my go to's because just she has a little mashup, and that's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, future releases. On. My first one, obviously, is Brockhampton because they actually have announced <gasps> yes. that oh, it is September. Finally, they are releasing it September, so we'll be talking about it next month for sure, or I definitely will. But a little disappointment. Yeah, so they've changed the album name for a third time. It's called Iridescence now. Iridescence? Yeah, Iridescence. Um, but why? all the song why? I don't know. <laughs> you need to ask them that. But all three songs that they had previously released mm. aren't gonna be on this album. The ones that we talked about last month. Yeah, I told you this the other oh, day. They're not be gonna sad. be on the album. So that's not even a pointer as to what the album's going to sound like. Nope. Oh, but shit. another cool fact about it, though, because they recently was <laughs> cool on... Facts. Um, they were interviewed by Annie Mack. They have been at Abbey Road mm. recording their album over here. Well, that's really cool. They've, li- they've been over here. They've been here. Kevin Abstract has like been falling in love with England. And they recorded... Yeah, so I can't wait. I, I mean... We are currently recording this on the 4th of September, so I mean, I'm four days in and I'm still, I'm <laughs> checking every second. I'm like, come on, when's that release date, please? But now I'm excited. Um, so one that I'm looking forward to is Jess Glynn's album. It's been released oh, in October. I I'm like sorry. her. I really like her. You know why I say that? Because I do well. like her. She's cool. But a lot of her songs sound exactly the same. <laughs> And that's really disappointing because she's got a lot of talent. Anyway, carry on, sorry. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to it anyway. <laughs> um, it's going to be called Always In Between. She was on um, Jonathan Ross the other night and she did a oh, song. It was really, really good. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Niall Rogers is also... Chic and Niall Rogers have <laughs> also got a an album out on the 14th mm-hmm. of September which I'm really looking forward to that's called It's About Time mm. um, 5th of October my last one 
Um, I'm intrigued. 21 Pilots are releasing their new album, Trench, so I think I'll be giving that a listen. I like the um, the theme. 21 Pilots, they're pretty cool. But yeah, that's about it. So, that's us. Mm-hmm. September. Do you remember? September. So, as always, you can hit us up and we'd really like to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pump Up The Jam Pod. With every episode, we make a accompanying playlist. Spotify playlist, which you can find the link on said social medias which brings our ramblings to life yes because obviously as we've said before we are not rich we cannot afford to feature every single song because no. that also would make the episodes even longer yeah, than they need to be long. that's what I mean they would be really really and long and I love listening to our playlists I know that sounds really <laughs> terrible it's but I do them. I love listening to our playlists after our, after the mm. recordings been released. Like I, I just think, oh, there, where else would you find all these songs in well, you one don't. playlist? Exactly, it's weird. Look, you should listen to it, but yeah, you can find it on Spotify, which is Pump Up the Jam podcast. Or yeah, it'll be a link will be on our social medias. But you can also email us. Yeah, you can. You can anytime. <laughs> Pump up the drum pod at gmail.com. Yes, if you've got questions. Questions. Also, if you did kind of like the Aretha style background thing we thing. did today, let us know because we yeah. could do some more. There'd be we some cool people. Some There's loads of people we could do it on. Yeah, I'll happily do one on Justin. Yeah. <laughs> the life and times of <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, that's a joke, of course, but obviously if someone asks for it, then I'll. We'll have to do it. Oh, yeah. We'll have to. Just be forced to. Um, but anyway, just let us know. Let us know. Um, we'd love feedback. We can improve <laughs> ourselves as human beings and all that Always. jazz. You're never a 10 out of 10. No. Never. Well, sometimes. You're not. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We do. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.